2: Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com.
1: Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes.
3: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast and I am your host Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for purpose. And get this, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am so glad to have you. Um, So let me tell you right now, uh, vitamin D is a pun of my name. You know, my name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Now, I want to be clear about one thing. Now, when we talk about vitamin D, yes, it's about inspiring. It's about being motivational, but it's also about shedding light. And that includes the good and the bad. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better You got to be able to see better You can't be saying you want to transform your life and upgrade your life when you're not acknowledging all parts of your life Can you dig what i'm saying? So I don't need anything other than for you to come as you are and I need you to receive me as I am Now i'm telling you right on this podcast i'm figuring out different things about me So we're gonna learn each other together and i'm gonna keep it real with you or at least try because i'm human and um We gonna be on this road for a long time because I told you, uh, vitamin D is my dream. Vitamin D started under a comforter in New York and I'm in the studio now, you hear me? So when it comes about talking about dreams and what's possible, don't tell me it's not possible. The only reason why it's not possible is perhaps because you don't want it because you haven't found that relationship in yourself to know what it is that you want out of life. And I think half the time that comes to the fact that we have some type of disconnect with that relationship. And I was listening, in fact, I was listening today and I heard it completely different than I've ever heard it. But I was listening to uh, Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. And Wow, but for whatever reason I always assumed or just subconsciously put that song like she was talking about a relationship with someone else and she was talking about how the greatest love of all is happening right here inside of me. You half the time when we think about love, we think about passion. We're searching for it everything outside of us, but it's interesting when you tap into yourself, which is what vitamin D is about, unleashing the light, uh, where you can come. And so that brings me to my guests today. Oh my gosh, just looking at them. They got love dripping all over them. And um, I'm excited to bring them to you because they're investors of a very profound uh, wine company. It's entitled Teneral Cellars. And the company has a great mission. Um, The mission of the company, if I should say, um, is that they strive to empower women through their brand and they pride themselves on openly supporting movements for gender, racial, and human equality. Right? And, um... They're married, they're together And they, they brought me some wine that we're going to be drinking on the air So in case you hear anything that's a little woohoo Just know we just had a co- co- cocktail um, But I'm just excited to dive in Because it's a beautiful thing when you can see love And love and all different shades and colors and shapes and sizes of, because you know love by the way that it feels. So we talking love today, we talking wine today, we talking dreams, we talking everything in between. (laughs) So without further ado, um, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get
2: excited about
4: Hey,
5: <laughs> y'all said they're so quiet right? Nice.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, I was
5: like, I don't know the rules. <laughs> I just felt like I should be quiet because when I would be doing that, i would be like, don't look at me. I'm nervous. Don't look at me. <laughs> so,
3: um, guys, I want to welcome you to the podcast. We have two investors of Tenor Sellers. We have Dr. DeAndre Bremond and Otisha, you said a middle name, Mosley. Bramond. Yes. Yes. Brimond, <laughs> Bramond. There you go. Yes. How y'all doing? We, how you doing? I, I'm here. <laughs> Shoot, last time I saw you guys was a couple of years ago at the Classic. Yes. But we met oh. about five, six years ago. How long ago was that? <laughs> mm, that the, okay, let me good. tell you, this is, this is the reason why, you know, I just talk about dreams and going after dreams. And then we're going to get to Tenor Sellers, all about what you guys are doing, because we met... Pretty much kind of like the inception of the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast, because I met you at Brotherhood Crusade and Deandra, or D., what were your position there was? Ooh,
4: I, I, I probably was a, a youth program director at the time. Yeah. yeah.
3: So hands in the program. So I was a part of Accelerated Radio. Um, it's an online station and it's founded by uh, Kevin Nash. He is a jock over at KJLH and here in Los Angeles, California.
4: Shout out to K-Nash. Shout
3: out. To Kevin yes. Nash, you know, he definitely made it a a paved the way for me. But I saw this online station when I lived in New York and I was trying to get on air. Mm. And it's hard, you know, being a, a small fish in the ocean because you got the big leagues are in New York. And this was the only online station that I saw that was comparable or doing the things that you would find at a real official station. Mm-hmm. And that's probably telling people like you got to have a vision for your life because... All I saw was that station along with the fact that I wasn't employed and I wanted to be somewhere with palm trees.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, criteria. <laughs> so
3: I just did like, let me go across the country at the online station, got to a point because I wasn't working um, and I had to pay for my podcast to be on. So I told mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, I said, listen, how about I volunteer and teach radio and can you allow me to keep my podcast? And, In the midst of volunteering, I stumbled across Brotherhood Crusade, where you guys had a youth program teaching kids radio, and then that's where I met met y'all. Yeah, and this is pre-marriage, right? Oh yeah, this was (laughs) pre-marriage. You was definitely you was my
5: girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Girlfriend, you knew what it was though.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She was like, "Uh, "Just so it's clear." So, I got you guys on here today. Uh, Now that everybody knows kind of how we met, so. Tell us about you. Who want to start?
4: Always. <laughs> I follow her lead. Okay. Oh,
3: oh
5: my gosh. You, you
3: already know when this is going to go. <laughs>
5: um, okay. Hello. My name is Otisha Mosley-Bermond, but I go by O.T. O.T.? Yes. Uh, Mosley is my maiden name. I am now a Bermond. <laughs> um, proud to be. Changed the last name. <laughs> Put a ring. Oh, let me see that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, shining, oh, glistening. It. it. You've never yes, seen my seen ring? Yeah, you have seen my ring. Compliments of Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, just in case anybody want to endorse me. That's a naked knowledge. But no. Um, yeah, I'm OT. And so... Let's see. My journey started at Brotherhood Crusade uh, with youth development programming and uh, working in South L.A. growing up in South L.A., I've always had a passion for the community. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a I'm a product of youth development programming. So I knew how important it was for. Um, myself to give back and reach back and give kids what I uh, was able to gain from those types of programmings and more, bring my beautiful, you know, creative self to everything I do. So um, starting that Brotherhood Crusade, um, I learned a lot about what I liked, what I didn't like, uh, what I wanted out of life. Um, and what what type of role model I wanted to be in the world. And so while working there, um, of course, it's a family business. So if anyone's ever worked with their family, you know, there's beautiful things about that, but there's also some challenges to that that make you want to be like, you know what? <laughs> Never again do I want to be around family this much, but <laughs> I love my family. Um, but through that journey, I um, understood that I I wanted to be in a world where I, one could be creative and two could make an impact outside of the African-American community. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's important for us to, you know, have our own things and build it within our community, in order to make change, we gotta infiltrate some other communities. Hey. If you understand what I'm saying, you gotta go in there and shake it. <laughs> up. Okay, you gotta shake some things like Kay hey, Michelle shake the table. Okay. Hey. Um, so understanding that, I uh, always knew that I wanted to take my talents to South Beach. I'm just
6: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
5: Lebron. Uh, that's a Lebron reference right there. I'm a Lebron fan. Okay. But um, no, I always knew that I wanted to take my talents somewhere outside of my community, and so. I just was kind of going back to what you were saying, manifesting um, all the things that I want. I knew I wanted to be in a creative space. I knew I wanted to be somewhere that was for profit. Hear that for profit, (laughs) nonprofit. I love you, but I needed to make some more money in my life. Um, And I also knew that I wanted to teach other communities about why it was important for our community to be uplifted in Mm. in their worlds. And so, um, you know, through that, the universe sent me a beautiful opportunity to work with Tenro Sellers. One day I was um, invited to a tasting that Tenero was having for um, an organization that my wife is a part of. And through their wine tasting, the owner, um, Jill, was talking about her mission and what she was really looking to do was to um, uplift women and uplift women of color, particularly um, in the wine industry. Oh, wow. And so when she said that, you know, of course, people always say, you know, hit me up if you want an opportunity, if you, I want to work with people, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, OK, let's put this to the test. I also was testing myself mm. because I'm not aggressive. And my wife always said, hey, you-, what? you just said that you were Aries. We- you don't think so? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm aggressive. Sometimes, but not when it's like at home.
6: Oh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> but not, you know, sometimes I just I um, I play small is Ooh, what I've learned. Okay. Um, and so I, it was my time to stop playing small with myself. And so shout out to you. I put out that energy like I, I hit up Jill like, listen, I heard you say you were looking to help the community of women of color. And um, I'm looking to branch out in the world. And she was like, well, um, let's have a meeting. So we met. Literally a week later, she was like, I need to work with you. I'm putting you on a consultation. Uh, You're going to come on as a consultant. I'm going to pay you a little something. Everything about how she approached me was like, if this doesn't feel right to you, you let me know, because I'm not here to use you. I'm here to uplift you. I'm Mm. here to I'm here to learn and support and figure out how we can make this a a synergistic relationship. And so. that was October 2020, and uh, now what is it? March this year. I've been hired on full time um, with General to become their Director of Community Partnerships and um, Experiences. So from October to March, you know, putting in a little energy and putting in more work. I've been hired on, and now I'm here to you know really bring more more women behind me. So.
3: Okay Yeah You've been with this Since the in- inception Of Tenor Cellars tenor- It's been established
5: uh, It started At the beginning of COVID So by the time I got there It was about Eight months Six to eight months in Okay Um. So yeah That's
3: pretty awesome Congratulations
5: thank Okay you, Thank that's you That's OT right yes.
3: there Yeah Let's job. talk to wifey <laughs> She got a job, job.
5: Doctor Doctor yes. Doctor D Doctor That's what they call
3: me In a few <laughs> rooms <laughs> She's so swaggy that's <laughs> stop
4: dripping
3: all over the studio please gash me up gash me up wait (laughs) wait happy belated birthday thank you thank you Uh, you just you guys just returned back from amazing trip yes celebrating you but celebrating her first oh you both of you guys
4: celebrating us our anniversary is July 5th and then my birthday is the 6th so it's always you know forget 4th of July what to the slave is that it's all about us we celebrate every year um, and we got out to the motherland this year yes forgive me if I'm a little tired we still did a little jet lag but it was it was beautiful
3: oh my gosh yes. yeah. I saw I saw the pictures online y'all went to I was in Kenya too yes. yeah Masamara yeah we gotta talk about the uh,
5: the, the uh which call it Giraffe safari. I
3: didn't go to the Giraffe Manor. Manor we didn't go to Masamara
5: and we both we both
4: we're gonna, going back yeah two years two I'm, years I've so already, you should come with I've us. already booked again at Giraffe Manor yeah. in two years I got to
5: it's, was that amazing?
3: That's uh, my favorite place in the I world. I did kiss the giraffe, but I, because uh, they can you. Kissed you kissed
4: the giraffe and you I liked did, it? I did.
3: <laughs> I was like, oh, your tongue is Yeah. <laughs> you can reach a lot of songs.
4: <laughs> Sorry about That's it. What <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said.
3: A mess. Well, happy related, that's one heck of a way to celebrate.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell people, who who are you? Who am I? It's hard to follow Miss OT. Oh, come on, Doc. Oh, here you go, Doc. <laughs> um, no, so I am just D to my friends and family. Uh, I hail from Cleveland, Ohio. You, If you Midwest. know me, <laughs> you know me um, I rep Cleveland super hard. Uh, but my dad lived in L.A., so I was one of those kids who went back and forth. It's easy to say by coastal but Cleveland isn't on the coast, (laughs) whatever. Um, My mom and dad split. um, And I always say that i benefited from from that split. Um, I think everything is ordained. If you've been to Cleveland, it's it's like South L.A. times 100. It's really poor, not a lot of opportunity. It's dark and rainy. Uh, It's a hard place for you to dream. Whereas if you come to L.A., you said you came out here for palm trees. I always tell her, like, the projects have trees mm-hmm. like palm trees right. <laughs> and you can get to the beach in 20 minutes exactly um and you can see every now and then a Rolls Royce on the freeway so yes. you you know that there's other things um out there and I think because of that I was able to be exposed to so much coming to visit my dad out here and LA <laughs> and a big part of that is who who I am and and how he shaped me may he he rest um in peace uh, but I moved out here. It was always a dream to move with my dad in L.A. It was like L.A. or Cleveland. And I love Cleveland. I hate to say this on the radio because <laughs> I know my Cleveland family will hold this against me. Uh, but there's no better place, I think, in America to, to live than Los Angeles. Um, and I wanted to move with my dad. And unfortunately, I didn't get that chance. So I said when I went to college, I was going to move to L.A. I moved to Charleston, West Virginia. I was going through some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just went left. Yeah, that that I didn't end up there in undergrad, but I had a chance to come to LA for my master's. My dad um, actually died while he was getting his master's from Pepperdine University, which is in Malibu, California, the most beautiful campus in the world. And my grandmother also went to Pepperdine. Um oh, wow. Back when Negroes wasn't wasn't getting. Uh, degrees. Pepperdine actually at the time wasn't in Malibu, was on Vermont in South LA. Uh, so way back. So it was a legacy thing. I've always wanted to be able to fulfill uh, a, a legacy or had this this dream to fulfill a legacy. So fast forward, I moved out here for grad school and um, Met this pretty lady uh, to to the right. Um, Wait, y'all met in grad school. Met in grad school. Yeah. Ooh, tell me real quick. We did. What happened?
3: So you saw Shuddy over there. You was like, "Yo, yeah,
4: no. we're gonna disagree on this story. We do all the time." But I'm gonna tell my version, okay, and then go ahead. You, you know, you check me when. Oh God. Um, but actually, we had a mutual friend um, who. Was we'll just say dating because we gonna keep it PG on uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the radio. They yeah, the hom- <laughs> can handle it. <laughs> the, the homies moving out here in LA. I'm excited. Uh, we had a mutual friend. And he was like, "Yo, you gotta meet um, this girl. You guys both go to Pepperdine." And wasn't even on. No, you know, it was platonic. Like, but you guys would vibe. Uh, she's super cool. I was like, all right, Corey. Corey wants me to meet everybody. Corey Nash, shout out to you. I haven't talked to you in forever. <laughs> um, but uh, he is probably the reason uh, for for our union. So I definitely want to give him that credit. But we met, met the second time, met the first time. We don't really remember the first Cantina? time. Cabo Cantina mm-hmm. on Sunset, mm-hmm. but I was faded. Uh,
5: <laughs> this is that first time This that first time She also was sitting Next to a very pretty lady That I was like Oh they're clearly together So like And I wasn't I, At the time I was Definitely not dating Women or oh, anything D th- is your first Yes First woman I've ever I, Kissed or anything I got anything. powers girl
4: What She up here Put <laughs> yeah, sweat on yeah, yeah. got <laughs> I got powers <laughs> No, you know, it is crazy. Like, you know, as a lesbian woman, you can't hang out with a beautiful woman. It's always like, even when I go out when I'm not with OT, they like, I'm like, yo, this is the homie. This is sanctioned by OT. Everybody relax. Uh, chill. chill. Just chill. Like, I, I can have friends. Um, it's strange. Anywho. Um, so we didn't really pay each other much attention that night. But we ended up in Vegas. For- Wait, were you checking for her that day?
3: Or you just said, oh, she was somebody. You weren't looking at her like that. No, it's it was like, just hey, like, oh, they're cute. Okay gotcha. Yeah. okay, gotcha.
4: Yeah, we was just chilling. It was a big group of us. Um, I was faded. It's fuzzy. Uh, but fast forward, I do remember uh, New Year's Eve. Crazy thing is, I was coming from Cleveland. I always go home for the holidays, or at least try to. And I had a layover in Vegas. The homie, Corey, again, shout out to Corey. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, uh, yo, like, just hop off the plane. You know, I'm probably 22. I was like, all right, I'm going to just get off on my layover and go to Vegas. So I call my uncle, pick up my luggage at LAX. I'm going to stay in Vegas uh, for the new year. And, oh, Corey is a boy. I mean, I know (laughs) I dress, dress, they are different. They think different. He invites all these people to stay with us in the hotel. Mind you, it's New Year's. We're poor. Ten years ago, we have came so far. I was so poor. We were staying at the Howard Johnson in Vegas (laughs) with two bedrooms. Mind you, the Howard Johnson, because it was New Year's, was like $400 a night. It was crazy. Mm And so we're trying to pile as many people in there uh, as possible, because we are poor, uh, thinking about it. And but OT's with like six people. Like I now we got a all of, okay. it's a whole bunch of the homies. Yeah. Uh so that we was like, nah, no, this is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I got my dog. So yeah. OT, <laughs> they always say I'm white because it is My dog is in the bed. When this they, is princess, yes, this is, you know princess. Shout out <laughs> Why to princess because pri- princess <laughs> is all on the ground. <laughs> Listen, that is my baby. She about to be thirteen in two weeks. Y'all. Yeah, I know princess. Like I'm yes, like yeah, yes, princess. princess. <laughs> um, and so they they don't end up staying with us, but we kick it that night. We pour right. So Diddy's having a party. We like all right. We gonna go to this party. Diddy throwing this party at the Luxor, and then it's like a fifty dollar cover. So and then it's a line on top of that. <laughs> So we like, well, how about we hang out at this lobby outside of the club, drink, kick it with the homies.
1: Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today and guess who I bumped into? $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian premium cocktails on demand.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of.
4: And that's what we did. We didn't go party with Diddy. Um OT, she's a talker when she is drunk. Ooh. She will talk your ear off.
5: Uh, I'm an only child, so
4: Me, not not so much. I'm surprised that I'm talking this much. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, she's with a, a person that she finds attractive who's a woman. She's like, yo, you know, I don't understand why this girl, she doesn't, you know, like me.
3: Wait, hold on. You just said that
5: you you weren't oh, okay. I'm confused. I, okay, yeah, I was with a group of women because all my friends have always been lesbians. Okay, so you just didn't step it. Okay, yeah, okay, I just I was the friend that no, for real, I was like I don't like girls. Like I don't know what y'all talking about. Like absolutely not. But
4: so. she wore Doc Martens. Okay, was that the indicator? No, yes, right. absolutely. <laughs> that she swears. This is before like they're a hit. Mm-hmm. Like. They're like, and I hate this word, they're like dyke boots. But it's like, <laughs> uh, forgive me to like all my community, but it's like, yeah, duh. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Jeremiah, my, hey, he's you. up here shaking
3: his
4: head like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, duh. She would not. Die. You wore those every day. Now that I think about it, At the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: <laughs> dang. Um, okay, so, hey, no my She she with this girl that she find attractive. So she's tipsy right now. So she talking she talking so much. talking. She, so she she like, why isn't this girl checking for me? Yeah, why is this telling girl you this? telling you this? Telling like, me, and I'm
4: like, come oh, on. Come come the crazy thing me... is, I had just got out of relationship, so I was like, listen. And I'm high as hell (laughs) (laughs) that night. This is back when I was, I was wild at 22. Um, But I was like, listen, you know who you start Yo, your New Year's with is who you gonna end your New Year's with and it's I look Pippet, starting the game no <laughs> but I honestly was throwing a lob I thought for this
5: girl
3: and so I winked at Wait, her but this girl is she more has more of a um,
5: feminine presenting or masculine presenting so what, what do you like to call her what we like to call stems in our in our community so it's like she's not quite a stud not quite feminine so it's like she would be like, like us middle. married
4: together as one <laughs> yeah she's like in the
5: middle so she's like so, so not androgynous
3: no. that's a good that's word that's a good word for, for it. it androgynous yeah, like, we'll go with that she probably okay.
4: will wear a bikini where I ain't putting on no bikini yeah I mean oh and still be like yo I like, don't get yeah. it twisted because you'll get all this real woman's yeah. body <laughs> but I ain't putting on no bikini yeah right. she don't wear uh, she don't wear panties so yeah okay. <laughs> for clarity <laughs> yeah my briefs are polo yeah um, yeah so I look back and then she told yeah. the homie Corey again uh like hey your friend is cute that's where it always starts i am um, like yeah your friend is cute you should uh tell her to, to holler at me on twitter <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid uh <laughs> so i sent her what do you do on twitter you tweet uh, no but yeah dm i, yeah, yeah. I dm'd yeah. you damn it's been a minute yeah um like, like, yo, you know, what's up? The homie said, "Not, nah, I don't think I said that. I'm sure it was. This is after the trip. The next day. Yes, yeah, the next morning. So y'all still out of Vegas. Yeah, we, new oh, Year's yeah. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, New no. Year's we, happened. Yeah, we
3: had
5: a Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, nice to see you. And that's when I went and told him because gotcha. we're separated now. Gotcha. He yeah, okay. said our
4: New Year's. Because I so. got to go back to the Howard Johnson. <laughs> We just stayed at the Ritz in Cairo, baby. We yes. we agreed up. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that thing. Yeah, that's- Dang, yeah. Um, I hit her on Twitter, and we were supposed to go to the Clippers game. This back when the Clippers suck so bad. <laughs> Nobody the, wanted to. nobody wanted to go. They would give Brotherhood Crusade like hundreds of tickets. Like <laughs> y'all want 300 tickets for the night. Like <laughs> oh, you come on so I'm like cool, you know, I'm So cool. that was her you know that's what she would use for the ladies. Uh, you
5: know, you want to go to a <laughs> the ride? yeah. <laughs>
4: For the record, I have never invited anybody <laughs> to the Clipper game but her. Uh, so I invited her to the game like, you should pull up to the uh, Clipper game with me. She's like, cool, we have plans, you know, meet you at seven in front of the Magic Johnson statue. And she stands me up. <gasps> oh, yeah. that's not quite a stand up. did cancel. she did cancel, right? <laughs> but she hit me with, yo, I got to do something for my grandma, uh, so I'm not going to be able to make it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm not tripping. Mind you, we got 300 tickets. So I'm with a whole lot of people. She don't know that. <laughs> and so that night, she pulls up to the house um, with an Ohio State sweatshirt on. Aww. Uh Which is, to me, is like Nirvana, the Ohio State University. Uh, yeah, for those I didn't even who know. don't
5: even know she was from Ohio, I
4: don't think. Who don't know. And... Um, we're lesbian. She never left. And we are... <laughs> Literally. Uh, ten, <laughs> she wasn't that mad about the game, clearly. Ten, ten years <laughs> later.
5: Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much how it and was. And you just, you was just
3: like, yeah, this is It Like, how did you know that was so to your wife? Y'all just skipped over that
4: part. Like, okay. <laughs> Wait, like, how did I... Honestly, um, my grandma passed away. Uh, sheesh. Six years, seven years, seven years ago. Um... And Ot was there, and I'm the only grandchild. Uh, and I asked for her mother for some strange reason in the moment, and possibly me and my mom weren't having a, a good relationship at the time. And her mom and her stepdad was there. And as my grandmother took her last breath, it was like my family, Ot, and her family, and it was like, oh shit, this is serious. Like I, I love this girl, and that, like she really you know, rides for me. And then on top of that, my auntie hit me with the, are you dribbling or are you shooting? Because <laughs> y'all done been together for five years. Where?
5: Dribbling or shooting? Nobody says
4: that. Every time wait, I say that. that sounds, like, so, is you planning? It? It's
3: a
5: basketball analogy. Yeah, you like so. You, you are you shooting? all right? Going for the net? Na- <laughs> what,
4: what you doing? Um, and I had always gave myself like a monetary number. Like, you know, I'm working on box checking and therapy. And I was like, well, you know, this is, they said, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a pull the trigger. And I asked her mom, um, asked her dad. Oh, wow. And here we are. And yeah, they was like, <laughs> of course. And yeah, we got married five years ago. Yeah. A week ago.
3: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Love.
5: Yeah. <laughs> now, was your family um, openly and accepting to everything? Like- um, Not at first. And more so I think because I was secretive about it was more the issue like, wait, you've been talking to somebody or dating someone for this long and I'm just out fighting out. But when I initially told my mom, she uh, hit me with, you know, she was devastated, which really hurt my feelings because I'm I'm an only child. And um, but literally she said that to me and I was like, well, you're going to have to figure out what your devastation going to be because you got to figure that out. And I left. And literally, probably an hour later, she called me like, "I want you to know, I support whatever you do. I love you, all that you know, kind of thing." So, yeah. And my dad, my dad actually caught us in Vegas once uh, before my mom ever knew. Because what do you mean he caught you guys? Caught like what? So my dad, her her god sister, (laughs) and, and my dad, my dad's a cop. He went. They went to the academy together, but I didn't. We didn't know that. So one day she was. She hung out with us and then one day she was with my dad and she was like, "I think um I know your daughter." And he was like, "Oh, really?" She's like, "Yeah, I think she's like talking to my god sister. But my dad never said nothing to me. So, at the time we were going to Vegas for like a fun trip and this is when the Baker to Vegas that the cops run from Baker to Vegas, it's like a whole like a marathon competition thing. Okay. Um so they always come down and all the cops descend on Vegas and my dad runs it all the time. So he came and we were sitting at um, a restaurant and he walks up because we were with his with his partner. And so uh, he walks up like, hey, how are y'all? And I'm like, hey, scooting over like, <laughs> and he's like, I already know like what, what it is. And he's like, you know, I don't care. My dad, Aww. my dad's like my best friend. So my mom can't hear that. Erase that. No, <laughs> Edit, 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 delete, delete, delete. yeah. Um, but yeah, my dad's super cool. So he was, he was fine. My stepfather, everybody was pretty much good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was even love covering over that. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm the love child in my family.
4: Really? Yes. They call her a fairy. My wife is a, a true fairy, and she sprinkles fairy dust over everyone. That's what, that's what me and her mom joke about. Like she didn't hit you with that fairy dust, D.
2: She she like, okay, yeah, OT.
4: Whatever you like, she's so spoiled. She hits you with some dust no. and flies away and gets whatever she wants. No, I ain't mad at you. because I see you out here. I'm like, <laughs> you
3: better catch old TV out here traveling. <laughs> You be all here, drippy. I try. Uh, you guys, yeah. Thank you, you look good. Thank oh my you. gosh! And since we're talking about love, I guess we need to go into the package that you Yes. Guys yes.
4: Sell. yes. Yes. Oh
3: Let's talk about
5: the love is love. Let's talk about the love is love.
3: So I got this all awesome Oh, she ain't even. Open I didn't it. even because it. Yes.
4: I wanna get an be official involved. YouTube unboxing. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I hope it's the right bottles. <laughs> I guess you won't find it. Yeah. it uh, it's some there, good ones. I was gonna say, Vogue,
3: <laughs> there's some bottles in there. That's all that matters. Well, I guess we we'll won't find out together. Yeah. Yes. I had to keep it because I wanted to go in there I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I wait. love I'm it. Wait. So um, So yeah, you're unboxing. I'm unboxing. Oh, nice. Our Love is Love collection, hopefully. So, yeah, that's... This is the... Oh, yeah, that's the bag. Okay, yes. so Love is Love. Oh, yeah, okay. So far, so You're good. So far, so oh, good. So far, the swarm. so good. Yes. It's not just a club. It's a movement.
5: Yeah, so The Swarm is our version of a wine club. Um, You join... You Just like any other wine club, you join like a three-bottle, six-bottle wine club, preferably six bottles. Uh uh-huh. yes. And every release, you get exclusive um content and you get... Of course, first dibs at all the wine. And there's also a movement behind it because all year, um, a part of being the swarm is we educate about different um, initiatives. So the Love is Love collection is primarily to uplift the LGBTQIA plus community, but also just to promote love in general, um, that all forms of love is love.
3: I love that. Yeah, love, love, love and love. I love that. Love yeah. that. Because you can get have a little drink and still get educated at the same time. Exactly. You don't have to be all in one ear. Exactly. I want to put you in a moment. You drink. Oh, you over here. Can we just blend? Yes. Oh, let's talk about these blends. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about So we got the Love is Love collection. Okay, this is... Sip with um, Purpose.
5: The Pride? Yes. So this is um, our Overflowing with Pride Barbera. It's a red blend. Um, Barbera is... Most people have never heard of it, um, especially if you're not like super into the wine world. But it's one of those. It's close to a Merlot, but much more sophisticated, is what I like to say. Um, one of the things I will say about Tenero Cellars wine is we're trying to take the stigma out of wine that it's you know for bougie and for you know uh, people who have a certain level of genèse uh, quoi, you know whatever. <laughs> it's it's really wine is really about an experience everyone's experience with wine is a true experience. So if you taste a a wine and you say you taste whatever you taste, that's what you taste. Although there there is a, you know, a profile that has been put behind it, but um, tasting wine is really about experience, your personal experience. So if you've never tasted a blackberry, but they say it's supposed to taste like blackberry. Well, you're not you're not gonna taste that. You know, and because you've never, glasses. you've never had that before. But if you taste it and you say, you know what, I t- it reminds me of my grandmother's um blueberry jam that she used to make. That's what you taste. You taste your grandmother's mm-hmm. blueberry jam, and you're not wrong, you know? And so that's really what um Tenereau is trying to bring community around. Your experience is true. Everything about what you go through in life is true. Embrace it. And so with our wine, same thing. When it, when you taste something, that's what you taste. That's what you that's what you're experiencing. Experience it the way you want to experience it. So you uh, have the overflowing with Barbera, overflowing with Pride Barbera, and you're you right there in that white blend. You have our uprising Chenin Blanc, which mm. is a ode to the Stonewall Inn. We'll oh, talk, about talk about that. That. Um, and then you also have our. Um, which one is that? The Merlot. Merlot, yes, that is our Merlot, and um, that is a take on our Dragonfly, uh, which is also the logo. Yes, so the the tenor roll is literally the stage that um, the Dragonfly is in right before it uh, blossoms. So it's like the grit and grace of um, coming into, transforming into your Come full on, power. Tenor- Come on!
3: And I'm looking at the words. It says always being, always becoming. Absolutely. It's just right now. Like, I'm Dawn. I'm always be Dawn. But I'm becoming more. Always. Always. Oh, hey, yes. vitamin D, yes. get
5: excited about your <laughs> life. <laughs> yes. And um, a lot of our, uh, every release we have, we do a special pairing on the back. So most people pair with food, but we pair with experience. Oh. so um, Maybe we can do a little bit of that. Yes. Yay. So um, if we're going to try all of them, I'm, we're, I'll say start with the Chenin Blanc, the light one first. Okay. Um, I'm going to hand this over to Jeremiah. so He can, can bust that open for us. But yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Stonewall since that's the one we're gonna. <laughs> well we're gonna l- let's drink. talk
3: about this too. Also, um, Teneral. Yes. It's the, the you did explain it's the stage for the uh for the dragonfly. Yes. Uh, right before. But then on the back it has an mm-hmm. adjective. It says, Teneral is the act of claiming your power within to transform the world with the grit and grace. Yes. What does that mean to you? Oh, I love that.
5: For me, it really means uh wait, why D wait, hold on. <laughs>
3: Well, you I know, know they love each other so much. Wait, so OT is about here, about to describe it. I just got in case you're not watching this and you need to see it. Yo, OT, oh her mom, right? Yo, D just, she stood, she 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 sat up, and then her arm just immediately went over to her
4: baby. Like, uh, uh, uh,
5: uh, uh, what does it mean to you? It was so cute. Okay, I'm sorry, I hey, love that. Um, but for me, Tineral in the um the expression of self- no matter what stage you're in and and embracing that stage of who you are, but also understanding that you have room to grow no matter what you're going through. You may not like the stage you're in, but it's the stage you're supposed to be in. Ooh, catch it. And so the stage that, and for me, it's, this is always like, I have to bring myself back and remember that like, you're never going to be perfect Mm. and understanding that, perfection is where you are right now. Mm. And that's, that's what 10 is for me.
3: Right, because yeah. it's the timing of everything you've experienced. Absolutely. The timing and the now of everything you choose to be, but it's 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 what you are. And, it, you know, I guess that's why I had to even talk about in the intro when I talked about um, <clears throat> Whitney Houston, The Greatest Love of All, about finding that in yourself, mm-hmm. knowing who you are, because it's a thing where you know who you are, you know what you stand for, you know what you don't. Absolutely. I'm not going to be shook by whatever this this definition or whatever this box because I know who I am. And one thing I talk about all the time, I mentioned this on a a couple of episodes before, from Red Table Talk Gammy, Mm. she said, and it's just stuck with me, she said, no one can beat you with your own truth. Mm. Well, if you are in a sense of having that relationship or that love with yourself, what is your truth? Absolutely. And you know the truth by the way that it feels. The very thing that you said, instead of pairing food, we're pairing experiences.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Oh my gosh, shedding light on the wine. And I just love the, the dragonflies because they're representing so many colors and it's like a full spectrum. Absolutely. Nobody is missed out because you blend the colors, you create something else and it's infinite a possibility.
5: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 along that line, that's what Tenor is trying to do, make people understand that separation and being, you know, different, that's actually something to be celebrated, you know. Being different is okay, but In order for us to move forward, bringing those differences to the table pushes that agenda even farther because what you don't have, I have. What I have, you don't have. And when we bring all that together, the locomotion of that train is there's unstoppable.
3: Wow, and the, the train don't stop and just keep going. Absolutely, Where they say
5: two two, two, two? Let's go. Let's so, go. So uh,
3: we're opening this wine. Uh, believe it or not, did we get it open? Mm-hmm. You, it's not in there. So uh, <laughs> uh, we forgot the wine opener. Okay. <laughs> 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 Look can at you go us. Check in the kitchen and see if they got. So when it fell in there, or
5: listen, we can still drink that if it's as long as it's open. <laughs>
4: Okay. Y'all don't want me to go back to my college days. What? What is that? We can get some wine open,
5: okay? <laughs> no, no matter what. But uh, well, we could talk about what's going yeah. on. Yes, so talk tell about, Stonewall. about the Stonewall. So for those who don't know, so Stonewall is um, the Stonewall Inn itself is a a bar in New York where the um, Stonewall uprising took place, which is the LGBTQIA. Um, Uprising,
3: and, and just in case okay. anybody that's not familiar, can you explain what LGBTQIA? Yes. Sure. And then
5: you said a plus, yeah, because there's always something added or taken away. So, so of course, L, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, LGBTQ, queer. There used to be questioning. <laughs> I was going to say there used to be another Q for questioning, which is now in the plus, I guess. Um, okay, I for intersex. What a. is inner? What's intersex? Ooh, um, that's that's a good question. Y'all gonna have to look that one up. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, and then a, and then a, um, that could be advocate, ally, um, oh. asexual. But that's why they have the plus because it depends on who you're asking, kind of thing, and how you identify. Yeah, and then there's so many more identifications now that, um, that's why it's at the plus. But that's the general.
3: Yeah, Jeremiah was telling me something. He said there's uh, a TERFs Okay, oh, that's, that's new a new for one. Me. Okay, I, he we just stepped bring out of the you I was like, yeah. he can explain it. But it was like not accepting to those. I don't want to misconstrue. Yeah. But it was like, um, like you're not accepting of trans. Like if you're not a man, you're not a woman. You can't, you know, uh, put on and say that's what you're representing as. He's coming in here now. looked like he's running. Yeah. But um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So as you were saying, so Stonewall um, was for
5: LGBTQIA. Yes. So it was an uprising in New York where...
1: $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian premium cocktails on demand.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of
5: um, at this bar, well, back in the 60s, I believe it was. Yes, you, of 69. Co- yes, um, you couldn't Dance. you know, verbally be um, outwardly gay. And um, there were certain bars you went to if you were of the community that were considered safe um, for you. And so this bar is where all the gays were congregating. But, of course, it was still technically illegal to serve um People of the community alcohol, so the police had discretion to kind of raid bars whenever they wanted. What you couldn't drink alcohol? You couldn't serve alcohol to people of the LGBTQ community. Why? Because of what? Because of
4: the world we live in.
5: Have sex, gay (laughs) sex. (laughs) And so, um, because that was a part of the uh, the culture at the time, um, this bar was raided by police officers. But in the midst of that, like anything else, they took their power a little too far and um, began to manhandle some of the patrons in the bar. And they decided this was it. They were no longer going to accept this type of, of um, treatment. And so they fought back and decided, no, we're, we should be able to drink like everyone else, congregate like everyone else, party and love who we want. And so for, um, I believe it was three days, they took over this square in front of um, the Stonewall Inn and didn't allow any cars to come through, didn't allow um, any normal activity to happen. Oh, and wow. The police. The, no, the, the the patrons. The patrons. Okay. Yes. Um, and so there was a, like a three-day battle of... You know, you shouldn't be here. We are allowed to be here, and it changed the world on how LGBT A people. lot of lives were lost. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and Dang, uh, just for you being yourself, you know, that's that's not too far-fetched from where we are today, that's right? Nice. That's you nice. know. Um, but that movement really changed the trajectory of the LGBTQ community and how it was viewed, and how, and that's where the pride parade and the pride movement kind of um birth from and so really? in, in, in celebration of pride uh we gave a nod and an ode to stonewall in of where that uh whole movement kind of started
3: and now were you uh familiar with everything going on or once you got involved with Tenero, that's what kind of really broadened that you know
5: absolutely was unaware of stonewall um personally as even as a person of the community. Um, I think there's also, let's be honest, a disconnect between LGBT uh, people of color and the uh, white LGBT world. Oh, which I want to talk about that. Um, Um, And so I think Stonewall is typically talked about in the world of of white um, LGBTQ people, which is why I had never probably heard of it. Although... Mm. One of the pioneers in that movement, Marsha P. Johnson, is a Black trans person, and very, very known. Absolutely, and um, a lot of people don't know that the Stonewall uprising is is allegedly started by a bla- another Black trans person who um was um a hit during this, and that they're the person that said like basically start, let's get this started, like we're not taking this anymore. But the movement, of course, you know like anything else gets convoluted with other people's um, stories of what happened because no one actually knows the official story of how it, who started it. Mm. Yeah. So Marsha P and Sophia, um, I can never remember the last name there. Those two women have been credited with most of the movement, but there are tons of other people in the community who were a part of that as well. But
3: Yeah. And so what, how do you feel as though um, Stonewall and its history is being preserved today?
5: Um, I think, one, the fact that the the bar itself still stands. Um, I think the concept of safe spaces is, number one, um, what comes out of that for me. Um, a, a part of the, the $10 for every three-pack that we sell for our um, Love is Love release goes to the Stonewall Gives Back initiative, which is basically an initiative to provide more safe spaces for LGBTQ people within the um, restaurant industries. And so they're funding and helping others basically make their bars more safe and understand what criteria that looks like for places to ensure that they are safe and um, make that like a worldwide national type of um, criteria for everyone so that we understand what it means to keep People safe within our communities, whatever that is.
3: And it's so dope because even this collection, um, being entitled Love is Love, what stood out to me, it just represents when you said creating that safe space. They said home is where the heart is, right? Mm-hmm. You go home when you want to be safe, when you want to be comfortable. So creating that safe haven, like that's a beautiful thing because I, I think about when I, just as I matriculate my career in life, I want to feel like I'm safe, whoever I'm with, Absolutely. and safe means comfortable. Safe means even that uncomfortable of knowing I'm growing into something, mm-hmm. but knowing that I can be everything that I am right now. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. Let's cheers to yes, cheers wall. to that yes, uprising. Well, Jeremiah, since we got this situation, let's get these started. <laughs> <laughs> the Stonewall. Cheers, cheers to Stonewall and yeah. Teneral. Okay. Yes,
5: to Teneral. Oh,
2: let me see. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay.
3: Okay, so wait, we got all... Mm, yeah, see, I didn't even have to tell air. her. She had to swirl her. we got a couple more bottles. We we might need to go a little lighter on these these On pores. these tastings. Yeah, this is just a love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so okay. swirl, you sniff. Swirl, and then these are the notes for sniffing. Yes. You've been what wine tasting. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so what are the notes in here that we make? That's, that's what I was going
5: to ask y'all. What do y'all smell? Okay, definitely a white grape. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yes, good, okay. good, good. Cedar. Okay. Seriously? I, what I tell you earlier. Uh, it's whatever you want it yes, to be. whatever me. you smell, baby girl. Uh, um, but yes, okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see. D, what you getting over there? Because the reason you smell... Go ahead, D.
4: Um, Pear?
5: Yeah, very good. There is some pear. I'm getting some, like, melon over here. Oh. Um, The reason you smell is because uh, 80% of what you taste is what you smell and so in wine the uh the reason you swirl it one is to aerate and let the smells really come up out of that um that's why different glasses are shaped different ways for different um varietals but that helps uh what we call volatize the esters um I know, God. Why are you saw me? She's legit. Notice I ain't saying shit. I'm like, yeah, keep talking. Um, and then you smell, and then you taste, and that's how you want to experience um every glass of wine. So I also tell always people, smell before you sip every absolutely, sip. Absolutely, not not necessarily every sip, but the first before you start. Absolutely, and never judge it off the first sip. Give yourself mm. at least two or three. Mm. Because your your palate has to Adjust. coat mm. itself, yes.
3: Oh.
4: So uh, you got yes. a job, job. Hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. so, why did Jill say she started this? Just exposing the conversation. You know, oftentimes they say like we do things based on something that we need support with or something to say
5: or exonerate ourselves. Is that the case with Jill? So Jill uh, is an owner in some other wine uh, companies and. Uh, being a woman in the wine industry, she found that there was not a lot of room for women um, in the industry. And she didn't necessarily um, agree with how women were being uh, viewed or or not uplifted in the community. Um, so now when you say community, the LGBTQ, no, the wine, community. the wine community. Okay. Yes. Um, and so. When before she started this, you know, she realized mm-hmm. that 70 percent of the uh, wine sales are to women, but yet the industry makers don't reflect that. None of them are women. none of them are, are being even looking to hire women in places that we should be when we're the people who are buying all the wine. Right. Um, on top of zero point one, zero point zero one 0.01 percent of wine makers are of color african-americans particularly men and women which oh, is but
4: y'all investors all right hello
3: hello I, how you, hello, Hi. hello.
4: <coughs> i guess i can talk now
5: so <laughs>
4: she's, the, she's the numbers person
5: um so when she she decided to start this because she just really wanted to uplift women so oh. with that um every level of our wine has is uplifting women so the wine maker the bottles the The company who makes the bottles is a woman-owned company. Wow. The person who makes the labels is a woman-owned company. Um, all, the chef who makes all the pairings for our food recipes are all women. It's very intentional. Um, we At one point, we had a woman who um, we were working with who we found out was not aligned with a lot of the things that we were doing because she married someone who was not aligned Mm -hmm. and we had to let her go because although she was a woman, she still was not aligned with what we were, our vision. And, and, And with that everything we do is really intentional. We are trying to hold each other accountable as women. We want to see women win. We want to ensure that women understand what it looks like to do good business with women because, you know, we were not taught to uplift each other and support each other. And so we can definitely be successful together. And we want that to be shown with this model.
3: And, you know, first of all, I don't know if I knew I was about to get all this, but you know, <laughs> just vitamin D, just shedding light on that, and, and you shedding light on intention, mm-hmm. because that's why I feel like you know, even when I'm talking about how I came about with this podcast, intentionally putting one footstep in front of the other. You know, like the first thing you said, you said you had all these criterias coming out to LA because I wanted to be intentional, yep. and I always tell people that. Whether like how you're saying you're intentional with your wine, you have to be intentional with your dreams and your life. And I say, sometimes you have to treat people like you have a white outfit on. Mm. Some people mm. and everybody can't get too close. Ah. Or at least if you do, I got to see where you're coming from. And it supports the whole notion how birds of a feather flock together. Yes. And how even who you associate with, that stuff gets on you. And it's not about me not loving you, it's just about me loving me more. Absolutely. And I have to be able to give from my overflow. And um shout out to Jill for protecting her dream and her brand. <laughs> Absolutely. Zone.
5: Absolutely. Yes, Jill Osier. Get out here at Jill Ogeron on uh, Instagram. Woo, woo, you, yes. you heard
3: the plug. <laughs> you heard the plug. So while we're talking about how women is so important, I noticed this, uh, two things. You guys are donating money after every every three-pack that's yes.
5: sold, $10. Yes. But what is this woman, but you're spelling it with an X. What does that mean? Uh, actually, I'm happy you brought that up because in our learning, um, We no longer use X. We are removing that because we were educated by some women of the LGBTQ community, particularly the trans community that um, checked us on feeling that using the X excludes. Uh, Other women, actually. So originally um, we used it because we thought it was an inclusive word. We thought by putting the X, um, we were including all communities of women who didn't identify with whatever spectrum that was. And through further conversation, we found that that it actually is less inclusive because it says that you are separate you are different than mm. any other woman who identifies as a woman and so they asked us to not use the x anymore and so we are changing all of our um all of our wording all of our um labeling anywhere we have an x we're taking that off because uh, we too are learning we're too always becoming um and okay. so and so listening to our community we, we we are now you know taking heed to that and ensuring that we make sure everybody feels included
3: It's so interesting, and I talked to Jeremiah about this, because he's really, you know, has really shed light on the LGBTQ uh, community, just how to reference things, how, you know, Mm -hmm. representing cisgender and what does it mean to be presenting as such. And it's like, on one end, and and maybe you can shed some light on it, like, I don't like, I don't do labels, I don't like labels, I mean, that's just me personally, because it's like, you know, I'm not (laughs) happy all the time, so, you know, you're trying to define my state, but it seems as though like while everything is trying to be, or not trying, everything is presented to be inclusive. It's like everybody wants to be separate, but I guess it's because everybody deserves a voice. i It's just interesting. And just like you said, I was talking to him in the car and I was like, wow, well, you know, you're stepping forth in this. It seems like you're excluding or exiting out someone else.
5: Absolutely.
4: I think a, a, a big part of it is, is uh, we're trying to box people in. What? and And the reality is that all of this is, uh, individually, um, and, and if you ask me, or if you ask Ot, uh, our experience um, as it relates to sexuality would be very different. Um, no different than if you talk to a trans. Well, tell us right
3: now what's your, what's
4: your experience. Uh, I, I guess shoot, I'm <laughs> 33. Lord, I've experienced uh, a lot, but I think I'm I'm super blessed in in terms of the re- support uh, that I've received. Um, as I'm so greedy. I'm like, oh, let me drink the rest of that. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> Give me some uprising. <laughs> this is my favorite. Um, it's very good for the summer. Super light by the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't take mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that I'm, I've, I've had a lot of support, and I don't really look at my sexuality like at all.
3: You telling me, growing up in Ohio?
4: Listen. You know,
3: wait, I, so wait. So was it like you always dressed the same way? Did you have the bows and the dresses? In the air? So wait, I went. How to, do you, how, is it? Is, what's the proper? How How do I identify you? And when I say that, do you identify as a stud? Do you identify as masculine presenting? What is your?
4: I don't really identify myself as anything but I think that others would identify me as um a stud and masculine presenting for sure. I wear suits and ties um to to meet in. so But
3: everybody can't be a stud. Some people have to be a dyke.
5: Cuz this is a racial
3: thing.
4: Maybe? You know? Yeah, maybe. I th- I th- Listen, th- it's it's hard.
5: I you know, always I'm say a- that, it, that 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 the terms are depending on the race. Like that what? To me, a dyke and a stud are the same. It's just white woman yeah, versus same, black. Yeah, the I same just saw like that
4: today. Butch versus stud. Yeah. Um, okay. But growing up in Ohio, I hooped. Okay. Um, and I was a star. Okay, hey, what's your position? Uh point guard, about fifty pounds ago, but <laughs> uh, OT, T, <laughs> this is funny, my mom sent her all my high school articles because she she wasn't believing. But, um, oh, you were that you were that deal. Listen, I'd be trying to tell her. She was going um, to go in the court with you like yeah, my listen. handles, but I got a jacket. <laughs> oh, all
2: right,
4: all right. Listen, I paid my way through college shooting the three uh three ball, but um I it was weird. Like my mother struggled with my sexuality. Um, well, I, let's
3: talk about how did you know? When did it
4: start? Ooh, kindergarten. Kiss, <laughs> I kissed Deborah Bridges under the. Uh, oh my God. I hope, I hope, I don't know oh what gosh. that just did for her. Uh, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> In kindergarten, I kissed Deborah Bridges. Second grade was Mrs. Garrett, my substitute teacher. You kissed your substitute no. teacher? No! Whoa. Oh. whoa! whoa, That's how she knew. I, she was so fine. And she had on a pencil skirt. <laughs> and now I know that she had on a push-up bra. She, <laughs> I used to help her with everything. Uh, she was fine. And then I did have boyfriends. I was super popular. I went to Catholic school and it was real small. But the boyfriends were like, we hooped together. We wrestled. Uh, I was like, "What did my friend call me the other day?" It was so cute, uh, Penelope. Oh, uh, from no, Re- no, What's her name? What's her name? Spinelli. Spinelli. Spinelli from recess. From recess. Oh, so. Um, so boyfriends weren't really boyfriends um, to me. I I had them, um, but they was the homies. And then, like ninth grade, I was like, "Oh shoot, I like this girl." And then my best friend was like, "Well, you should tell her," and I told her. Then I liked a lot of girls,
3: <laughs> and the rest is well. The fa- your family was like, okay, cool. Like, my, well, you just started dressed differently. So was I like, was
4: actually because I went to Catholic school, right? You know, think plaid skirts and yo, long that was socks. Me. Uh, you had the
3: tall socks. You better yeah, listen, listen
4: <laughs> with uh, the Birkenstocks. Uh, yeah, yo, that's Birkenstocks.
3: So-
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd say she's so she's such a hater. Don't hate on uh, the Birkenstocks. And so, but my friend, my best friend Ralph, shout out to Ralph. I used to go to his house before school and change into his clothes. So I would leave my house like uh, one way and then go as how I really wanted to to leave. But I I always felt nervous to come out to my mom. My father was Mm. gay. Say it again. My uh, my father uh, was gay. So when he divorced my mother, I had a stepfather on my mom's side whom she married. And my dad, he couldn't be married at the time, but he was with a man. And so I know how much my mom uh, disliked the fact that my father was with the man. So I always struggled to mm. come out to her because I didn't want to disappoint her. That that was a pain point, um, a big pain point uh, in her her life. But I wasn't a really good liar. So I came out at 14 and she was just going to have to get over it. And she didn't for a while, but then she did and then she didn't. <laughs> uh, but we're great. Um, so you didn't care what nobody else thought you didn't care People oh no you, like, did? you didn't no my family man like or your friend like I, my family taught me that like I was brought up like that I was a queen like I was the best thing since sliced bread it was I couldn't do any wrong um and they poured that into me like on both sides like I was taught that I could have my own opinion. The grownups in my family hate it now because I don't do what they say. (laughs) Um, And I believe that, like, you know, like this, this doesn't make me any different. And I never struggled with it. Uh, And I know that I am so blessed because of that. I struggled now, you know, through therapy, I recognize that I missed like my mom at certain periods of my life. But I had so much support, different mother figures, different father figures after my dad died. Um, my aunt was my best friend whom her best friend was a gay man who was my dad and life was good I was just a regular teenager who wore boy clothes I think that was harder for my family than anything the fact that I wanted to wear boy clothes uh, particularly like my family out in LA were super political and, and tied to the community and then like one day I went We have galas every year. I don't know if you've been to a crusade gala. No, I I think I need to. I I, think vitamin D needs to be Yeah, You need to be there. We need to get you get some cups We're not gonna have it this year because COVID is still tripping um, and and very well alive. But next year I got you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my aunt was like, do you really have to wear that tie, DeAndra? (laughs) And I was like, this tie is silk and Ralph Lauren, okay? It's getting worn today, and she's never questioned me um, ever since. And I think that's why people respect me. Like, you're going to get my authentic self in the room uh, regardless. Although, like, I wear boy clothes. I am the girliest person and like I'm more girly than O T. <laughs> sure. Um so I think like you know what does know, that mean? Like, like girly what? Like I'm not doing really like I don't like to sweat. I'm not picking up shit. Like, um I just got my nails
5: I just, done. I get my
4: nails done <laughs> and my feet done. Like no, like you know like I'm I am a woman. So for if you asked another stud, it would be, you know, different. Um I just am who I am and I like a good Ralph Lauren suit uh, <laughs> and some nice loafers. It's, it's just how I feel comfortable presenting myself. It's like, you know, Big Daddy, when he put those sunglasses on, the little boy had powers. Like, mm-hmm. when I put on a suit and a tie, it's nothing in the world that I can't do. And I get this, like, privilege because of it, like, masculine privilege. Get your
1: vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. direct has done it again this month only get ready for an offer you can't resist buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars that's right a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once so hurry into diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long details at diamondsdirect.com
6: Your credit card should match your
1: lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
2: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust